Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break German, Season 2, Episode 15. So, hallo und willkommen bei Coffee Break German, Lektion 15. We are back with another episode of Coffee Break German for you. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. And we're very happy to be here. How are you today, Andrea? Wie geht es dir? Mir geht es sehr gut. Und dir, Marc? Ja, mir geht es auch sehr gut. Schön. And did we get any feedback on our last lesson, Andrea? Ja, natürlich. Unsere Zuhörer haben gesagt, dass die letzte Lektion sehr interessant und schwierig war. Okay, so our listeners said, using some reported speech here, that the last lesson was very interesting and difficult. Ja, genau. Okay, so there you're using war, uh, the, the past tense of sein, yeah? Yes, because für sein und haben, we don't use the perfect. Okay, we will be covering that in detail in a future lesson, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. Some point. <laughs> okay, what is coming up in this lesson, Andrea? Well, today we're going to look at two types of questions, open questions and closed questions. We're going to see what that means. And we also uh, will do some examples of it. And then, and that's the important bit, we're going to put these questions into reported speech or indirect speech. Okay, now all of this may sound quite grammatical in a sense and quite sort of linguistic and so on. But of course, all of this is helping you use the German that you need to use when you're communicating on a daily basis with German speakers. Yes, exactly. It's not as complicated as it sounds. And I know everyone does it in their own language all the time. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Bist du bereit? Ja, ich bin bereit. Bist du bereit? Ja, natürlich. Ich bin bereit. Was hast du gesagt? Ich habe gesagt, dass ich bereit bin. Sehr gut, Mark. This is, I really, I can see that indirect speech is not a problem for you. Also, los geht's. So, as I said before, we're going to look at open questions and closed questions and see what they are. We'll start with the open questions. They all have a question word. Okay. Do you know any question words, Mark? Um, was? Genau, sehr gut. Another one? Uh, so, was is what? Uh, wer? Who? Yeah, super. What else? Um, warum? Yeah, sehr gut. Why? Wo? Mm-hmm. Where? Um... Oh, we learned some alternatives to warum, wieso, can we say that? Ja. Um, um, wie. Ja, sehr in, gut. Wie geht's? Genau. I'm not sure if I can think of any others. We have some, we have some more. Woher, where from? Mm -hmm. Wann? Uh, wann would mean when. Ja, genau. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we have combinations with wie, wie viel, oder wie viele, wie How viele many? Kartoffeln isst du? <laughs> Back to that same question. Ja, wie lange, wie oft und so weiter. Okay, so how, lots of questions with how, how long, how, how often and so on. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed something about these questions? Well, they all start with the letter W. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's why we call them W-Fragewörter, so W-Question words. W-Fragewörter. Yeah. Okay. And the questions we formulate with them are often called W-Fragen. W-Fragen. Okay. Yeah. And they are open questions do you, can you imagine why we call them open questions well there's there's not a specific answer that we're looking for the the answer could be anything so where are you going it could be anywhere yes it depends uh, totally on on who you're asking and what their situation is and we could have a million different answers to the same question hence open questions okay now so if we look at the question wie heißt du What the is answer, your name? Yeah, the answer could be Fritz, Hans, Martina, or yeah, any anything. other name. Yeah, okay, so a very much an open question that starts with V in this case. Genau. Well, the, the word V as opposed to the letter V because they really start with the letter W. Exactly, <laughs> yes. So, but if we look at a closed question, we don't have uh, so many possibilities to answer them. We actually have only two possibilities. Can you think of them? Well, the two possibilities I'm guessing would be ja oder nein. Genau, sehr gut. Taking the, the name idea then, if, if you were asking, wie heißt du, what is your name, that's open. But mm -hmm. if I were to ask you a closed version of that question, I would say, heißt du Andrea? Ja, ich heiße Andrea. So in that case, there's only one or two possible answers, yes or no. Exactly. Okay. So I'm going to make another example. Mark. Spielst du gern Klavier? Ja, ich spiele sehr gern Klavier. Aha, und wann spielst du Klavier? Also, ich spiele äh, jeden Tag Klavier. Ah, super. So, here we have two nice examples of first a closed question. Yeah. Spielst du gern Klavier? Mm -hmm. You can only say yes yeah. or no. And afterwards, an open question. When do you play the piano? Okay, mm -hmm. in that case, it could have been every day, it could have been once a month or, or exactly. whatever. Okay. Now, would we be able to report on those questions? Yes. We can report what someone asked. So if I were wanting to say, um, Andrea asked me when I play the piano. Exactly. How would I say that? Andrea hat gefragt, wann ich Klavier spiele. Right, so that wann is kind of replacing the das that we've been learning in previous yes. sentences. Well spotted. It's just a normal subordinate clause. But instead of das or weil, we use the question word. So Andrea hat gefragt, mhm. wann ich spiele Klavier. Wann ich Klavier, Klavier spiele. spiele. Wann ich Klavier spiele. I think I was getting mixed up there because the Klavier spielen is one of these sort of yes. joined up verbs. Yes, but careful, always the verb at the end. The end, okay. So can you give us some more examples of this? Ja, klar. I could ask, wann beginnt die Schule? So when does the school begin? Mm -hmm. And then I would be reporting on your question and I could say, 
Andrea hat gefragt, wann die Schule beginnt. Super, sehr gut. So a nice straightforward verb there that time just begins at the end. Yes. Okay. So this happens with with all of these question marks, all of yes. these W-Fragen. Yes, I'll just give you another example. Okay. Woher kommt Maria? So where does Maria come from? Mm-hmm. And I could report on that and say, uh, Andrea hat gefragt, woher Maria kommt. Genau, sehr gut, super. Okay. Now, how does a closed question work with indirect speech? Yes. So we don't have a question word there. Mm-hmm. If we look at the question, ist München schön? So is, is, Munich is Munich beautiful? beautiful? Yeah. We don't have a question word. So we need to have another word uh, to start a subordinate clause. Mm-hmm. And we use op. Op? Yeah. How's that spelled? O-B. Ah, so it's O-B, the letter B as in bell, uh, as opposed to O-P. Yes, it's when it is a short vowel before the last consonant, then the consonant has a hard pronunciation. For example, rad. Rad, spelled yeah. R-A-D. Yes. Okay, rad. All right, so how do we use this op? We put it in the place where previously we had the question word. Okay. So if I ask, ist München schön? You would report, Andrea hat gefragt, ob München schön ist. Andrea hat gefragt, ob München schön ist. So the same word order, mm-hmm. but we're replacing um, the, the question word with the ob. Genau, sehr gut. Right. I can give you another example. So I ask, wohnt Ilse in Hamburg? Could I then say, Andrea hat gefragt, ob Ilse in Hamburg wohnt. Genau, sehr gut. Andrea hat gefragt, ob Ilse in Hamburg wohnt. So, the ob is translated by if. Yeah. But there's another word for if in German. Yes, we can translate if with wenn, but that is really only used when we talk about conditions. For example, if it rains tomorrow, I will bring an umbrella. Wenn es morgen regnet, bringe ich einen Schirm. So we couldn't say, Andrea hat gefragt, wenn München schön ist. No, that makes no sense. Okay. Okay, I think we need some time for all of this to sink in. But after the break, we'll be back with Julia for our cultural correspondence section. And we'll also be doing some practice of these reported questions. Also, bis bald! Here at Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, welcome back. Yeah, herzlich willkommen zurück. And we're now going to speak to Julia. And I wonder what Julia has in store for us today. Hallo Julia, wie geht's? Hallöchen, Andrea und Marc. Mir geht's sehr gut. I'm excited because it's my birthday next week and so I would like to tell you about birthdays in German-speaking countries. Mein Geburtstag ist am Sonntag. My birthday will be on a Sunday and as all my friends have to get up really early Monday morning, I had to decide what to do. A party on Friday night, two days before my birthday, was definitely not an option. In Germany, you never have a party prior to your birthday and you never wish somebody happy birthday before the actual day. Spending time abroad showed me that this seems to be quite a German thing to do. I don't know if it has to do with old superstitions and that you maybe shouldn't celebrate before as you never could be sure if the person would actually still be alive on their birthday. That's a bit macabre. Anyway, as for the party, there is one exception and that's the one I chose. Celebrating the evening before and then congratulating the birthday boy or girl at midnight. We even have a word for this concept, Reinfeiern, meaning celebrating into. So my friends could say, wir feiern in Julia's Geburtstag rein. We are celebrating into Julia's birthday. And yes, you're quite right. That's a lovely separable verb. Having your birthday is a very special thing here from an early age. So I remember when in kindergarten or school, all my classmates and the teacher would always sing a song for the Geburtstagskind, the birthday child. I think it's funny that the term Geburtstagskind is used through all the ages, even for adults. My birthday next week won't be a special or round birthday. Ich habe keinen runden Geburtstag. If that was the case, my colleagues would definitely expect me to bring cake or small sandwiches and Zekt, sparkling wine or champagne, to work and invite them to celebrate with me. In addition to celebrating your 30th, 40th, 50th, etc. round birthday in a big way, your 18th birthday is a very special birthday in Germany, as it marks the coming of age, when you're officially becoming an adult. That's when you can learn to drive a car, vote in a political election and drink all sorts of alcohol, although wine and beer are allowed from the age of 16 on. 
You might wonder why I haven't mentioned much about the actual birthday celebration. Well, with the presents and flowers and a cake with candles that you have to blow out, it actually is quite similar to celebrations in many other countries. We even sing happy birthday to you in English, although there is a German version and it goes like this. Zum Geburtstag viel Glück, zum Geburtstag viel Glück, zum Geburtstag, lieber Marc, wünsche ich dir viel Glück. And on that musical note, back to the studio. Also, vielen Dank, Julia. And I've never celebrated a birthday in, in a German-speaking country before, but hopefully someday I'll get that opportunity. Yes, hopefully soon. Okay, it's time to practice what we've been looking at today. We've been focusing on uh, some question words and how they are reported in reported speech. So can we do some practice of this, Andrea? Yes, I'm going to ask some questions and I would like you to put them into indirect speech. Okay, sounds good. So Mark, wann ist das Abendessen fertig? Okay, and of course, here we're also trying to understand what the questions mean. So mm -hmm. let's hear that question again. Wann ist das Abendessen fertig? All right. Let's give this some thought. We're going to translate this and put it into a reported question. Mm -hmm. So I think this would be, Andrea hat gefragt, mm -hmm. wann das Abendessen fertig ist. Super. So could I answer this by saying, um, das Abendessen ist um 6 Uhr fertig. Genau, super. Okay. Let's move on to the second one. Darf ich ein Stück Kuchen essen? Let's hear that one more time. Darf ich ein Stück Kuchen essen? Okay, once more, uh, Andrea has asked a question here. We've got to report back on this. Uh, she said, darf ich ein Stück Kuchen? Kuchen essen. Uh, may I eat a piece of cake? Genau. So we're going to change this around and say, Andrea hat gefragt, ob sie ein Stück Kuchen essen darf. Ja, sehr gut. That's tricky. Um, can we just pause a moment and look at the verb is it now it's not darfen it's, it's dürfen 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 um that's to to me to be yeah, able to, genau, genau. to have permission to do something genau so could we could we conjugate that please ja klar ich darf ich darf du darfst du darfst er sie es darf er sie es darf wir dürfen wir dürfen ihr dürft ihr dürft sie dürfen sie dürfen that pattern reminds me very much of mögen. Because they're both modal verbs. Perfect. Okay, so darf is ich darf, but it's also sie darf. Yeah, or genau. Es, yeah. Er, sie, es, die, darf. So, coming back to our question, Andrea hat gefragt, ob sie ein Stück Kuchen essen darf. Genau, sehr gut. Right. Und natürlich, ja, Danke. du kannst ein Stück Uff, Kuchen essen. Vielen Dank, Marc. Du, du, du darfst ein Stück Kuchen essen. Mm, danke. Okay, let's move on. Wann kommt der Zug an?
Okay, that's a straightforward question. Van kommt der Zug an? Even though it's a separable verb, when does the train arrive? Mm-hmm. So we need to turn this around. And we could say, Andrea hat gefragt, ja. wann der Zug ankommt. Super, sehr gut. In that case, the separable verb joins together again. Yes. Wann der Zug ankommt. Super. But Mark, we don't want to use fragen all the time. We can also use a different verb for this. For example, Andrea would like to know. Would that be Andrea möchte weiß, wissen. No, wissen, wissen. Andrea möchte wissen, Komma, ja. wann der Zug ankommt. Gut, super. Also der Zug kommt um 8.43 Uhr an. Sehr gut, super, danke. Okay, let's move on. Hat Karl gut geschlafen? So your question there is, has Carl slept well? Mm-hmm. Or did Carl sleep well? Um, let's use the, the möchte wissen again. Genau. Andrea möchte wissen, ob Carl gut geschlafen hat. Sehr gut, super. Andrea möchte wissen, ob Carl gut geschlafen hat. If you knew that Carl has slept well, could you say, um, du weißt, dass Karl gut geschlafen hat? Yes, du weißt, dass Karl gut geschlafen hat. Because we've, we've seen because that we know it. before. But yeah. if we don't know, then we can't say das. Could, so could you then say, ich weiß nicht, ob Karl gut geschlafen hat? Genau, sehr gut. So ob is used with I don't know if. Yes, ob is, and, and also the question words are used when we don't know, so okay. when we need to ask or when we express that we don't know. Okay, so ich weiß nicht, ob du heute Abend kommst. Yeah, I don't genau. know if you're coming this evening. Yeah. Okay, that seems to make sense. Do you have some some translations for us this time, perhaps from English into German to yes. push all this a little bit further? Of course. So, Silvia asks if Franz lives in Vienna. Okay, I'm going to try this one. Silvia fragt, ob Franz in Wien wohnt. Genau, sehr gut. Okay, Nummer zwei. Lisa would like to know if the coffee is decaf. How do you say decaf? Koffeinfrei. Koffeinfrei, okay. So Lisa would like to know if the coffee is decaf or decaffeinated. Right, I'll try this one. Lisa möchte wissen... Ob, I'm trying to work out if it's der Kaffee oder den Kaffee. I think it's der. Ja. Ob der Kaffee koffeinfrei ist. Yes, because the Kaffee is the subject. It's the subject of the second part, yeah. So Lisa möchte wissen, ob der Kaffee koffeinfrei ist. Sehr gut, super. Okay, let's try the third one. 
Martin wants to know how often Karl plays golf. Okay, not 100% sure about this one because I don't know what happens with the spielen and, and things, but let's, let's try it. Martin, could we just say will wissen? Ja, genau. Martin will wissen, wie oft Karl Golf spielt. Sehr gut, fantastisch. Okay, Martin will wissen, wie oft Karl Golf spielt. Okay, one last one before we finish. Thomas asked... When the course begins. Okay, would this be Thomas hat gefragt? Ja. Wann der Kurs beginnt? Ja, genau, sehr gut. <laughs> I thought that was going to be more complicated. No, that no. One. <laughs> Thomas asked when the course begins. Thomas hat gefragt... Wann der Kurs beginnt. Sehr gut, super. Okay, that is where we're going to leave this episode of Coffee Break German. We hope that you've you've found it useful. And it's, although this seems quite tricky at first, it's actually not too tricky, especially because we've been working on these subordinate clauses for quite a number of, of episodes now. Yes, exactly. You know the subordinate clause as well. And also it's a function you do in your own language all the time. We just have to sometimes word, watch out for that word order just a little. I know. Okay, that's almost it for this episode of Coffee Break German. Just a reminder that you can practice what you've learned in this episode of Coffee Break German over on Facebook. We post regular language challenges to keep you on your toes. And you can join the Coffee Break German community there. Just search for Coffee Break German on Facebook. Okay, and also if you would like to take more opportunities to, to practice your German and to take your German further, then you can do so with our premium materials. That includes the lesson notes for this lesson, the video version, and of course the bonus audio materials. And we have them for every single lesson of the course, so right back to the very first lesson of Season two. You can get all of that at coffeebreakgermanplus.com. I would like to say vielen Dank to Andrea. Gern geschehen. Und danke an Julia. Ja, natürlich. Danke, Julia. And of course, thanks to all of you for joining us for this episode of Coffee Break German. Das reicht für heute. Bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 